in this podcast episode, I'm going to talk to you about hiring a helper, what you should expect from them, and how you can best maximize their potential to help you grow your business. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Glad to have you here. Today, we're going to talk about hiring your first employee or someone, not necessarily just like an actual like employee on payroll, but just someone that wants to help you out. Um, I made an episode a while back now, I think a few months ago, um, about how I hired Anthony, uh, my cousin, as my first part-time helper and that process of what he expected and what I delivered and how we kind of figured it out as we went along. And I kind of want to touch base on that again because I've been getting a few questions here and there. And then I see the comments and and, and, and YouTube videos when it comes to like hiring someone or training someone. And I don't want to say that I know it all because I 100% don't. I have made many, many mistakes and I keep on learning as we get someone new or as someone leaves or it's like I, I discover a new layer. And I think that's one big part of everything is just knowing that you're never going to know it all, right? I mean, you know, whether you're hiring five people, 25 people, you're going to learn something new every single time, right? Because there's, you know, it sounds cliche, but like there's levels to everything, right? So in this episode, I kind of want to touch on some just very basic pointers on kind of the mindset that you need to have in order to hire. And when I say hire, I mean just get help. I don't mean they're a W-2 employee on payroll that you're withholding, like just a part-time helper. Because I, again, like I watch the videos and I'm like, man, I just, like, not that I know it all, but I just know the way that you're doing it is not the most practical way to do it. And not in a bad way, but it's more like I, I would like to talk to that person and say like, you should do it this way instead of that way and it, you'll probably get better results. Um, so when it comes to just hiring someone, it's like you, you, there'll never be like the, the exact point when you know when the perfect time it is to hire someone because it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, right? It's like, well, when do I hire someone? Do I need more work first to hire someone or do I not have more work because I'm stuck doing all the small details? So I should go hire someone so I can go focus on the bigger items that will grow my business. Um, and that's why like if you, if you are thinking about getting help I don't necessarily think you have to be completely booked out, maxed out to the brim of work in order to get help. And it's going to depend on everyone's situation because if you're working full time and you have a steady stream of income, right, your job, then you are in a better situation to either get someone to help you now or to pay someone, whatever that means, Whereas you're not making as much money with your detailing business because you really don't kind of have to because you have your main source of income at your day job. Um, so it's like if you really want to grow your business in whatever phase that means, look at what would what would you do if you get the extra hands right now, right? Because typically just like just as a whole, when someone hires someone, not as a detailer, but like any company, any any service company, right? Like like contractor, roofing, electrician, uh, plumbing, uh, pool, landscape. It's typically just because there's too much work for them to handle, and they need the extra pair of hands, right? So in your case, right, do you necessarily have to wait until you get to that point where you're where you have too much work in order to get some help? Most people would say yes, but again, like it's very circumstantial. Because if you have, and a lot of us are going to have full-time, part-time jobs when we start this business. So if you, if you have limited time to 
grow your business, right? And you want to be able to, you need to, you need to know what levers to pull and push in order to keep on growing your business. And actually working on vehicles is not the biggest lever that you can pull to grow your business. The biggest lever is going to be taking a step back, looking at your business as a whole and say, okay, if right now I get three calls or three emails or three DMs per week, how do I get that to 10 calls or emails or DMs per week, right? I guess it's very exciting when we get the car. You think like your your best value as a detailer is detailing cars. And to an extent, yes, like when you're, when you're first, first getting started, and you need the experience, you need the confidence, you, you, you need to do this first, however, however many vehicles, yes. But when it comes to like actually growing a, a, a business and you're saying, okay, like where can I make the, the biggest improvements? It's not going to be detailing vehicles. Um, and I actually had, uh, I, I, I talk about this because I saw a comment the other day on one of my Instagram posts where someone was saying uh, people want to charge all these higher prices without putting in the work. Um, it took me five years to get to a certain like price. I, I don't know. I forget the exact pricing, but basically it said like people that haven't been in this industry for five years, they shouldn't be complaining about the pricing that they're charging because they haven't, they haven't put in the time. And I just, I wholeheartedly disagree with that statement. Um, I don't think there is a correlation between what you charge and how long you've been detailing. Right, because it's not so much how long you've been doing this, but it's what results are you getting, right? So if you're able to get the same results, that some like if you've been detailing for for six months, and you get the same results that someone gets that they've been detailing for seven years, what's the difference there, right? Because it's all results based, right? The customer is not hiring you for the process or for your for for how long you've been detailing. They're hiring you for the experience and the skill level that you bring. And if you produce the results that the customer wants, nothing else matters, right? So when it comes to your business and you're saying, okay, well, how do I grow my business? Okay, I need to work on more cars. It's like, no, not necessarily. You need to get more cars into your shop or into your operation, I should say, right? Like if you really are growth-minded and you want to say, man, like, how do I get more cars? How do I make more money? I, I want to get more traction, the more important part is focus on the business side of things. Focus on the marketing side of things. So when it comes to getting help, right, if you could just find someone that's willing to help you on the days that you're free, that's fantastic. And you might be saying, well, you know, what, what do I pay them? How much per hour? How, you know, how many hours do I give them? Are, are they full-time? I don't want them to, you know, I don't want them to leave their day job. It's like they don't, they don't have to do any of that, right? If, if, if you, like, you have to find the person that fits what you need right now, Right? So if you need someone to only work Saturday for five hours, you can find someone that only wants to work Saturday for five hours, right? You'll just pay them cash or, or Venom or Zeldom, right? But you can find someone that fits that criteria for this time being. If you need to find someone that only wants to work or that can only work 15 to 25 hours per week or, or not even per week, let's say per month, you might have you know, 40 hours of work for them. You can find someone that's what, that will work 40 hours per month, right? So you, you, you'll find the person to fit the criteria or to fit the need that you need right now, right? So don't automatically think, okay, well, you know, I have to give them insurance and 401k 
and I need to provide for their family and, you know, I need to give them a, a, a living wage. It's like you're already overstepping about 50 steps. Okay, because you first have to just what is it that you need someone to do? Right. What's the exact thing that you need this person to do? In what way can they most help help you? And a lot of times it's just the basic things. It's just, you know, you know, cleaning the wheels and tires, like, you, you know, cleaning the wheels and tires, washing the vehicle, you know, helping you get the tools and products around, um, you know, drying the vehicle, wiping down the door jams, uh, applying the tire dress, like, like very basic minimal things that doesn't require much skill level. So don't think like, okay, I, I want to go get a helper. You know, I guess I need to go find someone with experience. It's like, no, nah, you, you just need to find someone that wants to work. Right. Of course, like you need to find someone that's able body to be able to work out in the elements. Right. Like someone that's used to working outside, someone that's used to sweating, some, someone that's used to hard work. You, you, you can't find you'll never have a great, you know, no matter how great that person is on paper, if they never worked outside in the field, it, it's a it's a different ballgame. Right. So you still have to find like the right person that that tends to work in the field that that's used to field work. I mean, if you have someone from office that's just like, that just wants to be in an office all day. That, you know, that, that might be a bit different. But as far as like finding someone, um, it's, it's very, like, very basic and straightforward. Like your cousin, your niece, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad. Like you can keep things very, very basic. And I, I, I really want you to look at like your schedule and be like, okay, like it, the, based on the work that I have, like even if you don't think you're at that point yet, just look at your schedule and be like, okay, let's just hypothetically speak that I had a helper here for this week for for 10 hours. What would that allow me to do? I like just look at your schedule. Like open up your, your whatever you're using to keep track of your uh, of your calendar and see what would happen if you had 10 hours of work. Would that allow you what would that allow you to do? Could you go and, you know, I don't know, go to the store to get more tools and products? Could you go and make more phone calls? Could you go and you know, just have more free time with your with your friends or family? Like, what would 10 hours a week do to you if you just freed up that time? It's going to be different for everybody. But for us, like, for instance, when I first hired Anthony, the 10 hours of work was simply to get through the work, right? But instead of me staying out there until 7, I could stay out there until 5 or 4, and then I can get back and make phone calls, reply to emails, edit the videos, um, uh, publish the videos on YouTube. Like it allowed me to, to to get some of that time back, so I can go do other things. But if you rely, if you try to rely on doing everything yourself, you're gonna get stuck doing a bunch of little things, because a, a lot of things in your business, like a, a lot of things, are very minute, small details that literally anyone can do. That doesn't require much skill at all, right? And you have to be able to let to let go of those things in order to continue to grow. Like you can't have a grasp on everything. Like you just, you, you cannot do it. Even right now with our small team, like I don't know about 80% of the customers that they book in because like, I just, I can't keep my hands on every single little thing, right? Just because at least again, it's all circumstantial and my, you know, in my situation, I still have detail group running. I have proper care running, right? I have YouTube, Instagram, I have, you know, so obviously I have other things going on that require a lot of my time and attention, but it still leads to the fact that, like, I don't know 80% of the customers that they book. Like, I'm not there reading every email, answering every call, replying to every text message, uh, contacting every customer. Like, I, I am not doing that. Because if, if I if I want to do these podcasts, if I want to do YouTube videos, if I want to go focus on other things that, that are, that are going to allow us to grow, I can't be tied with every single last little detail. 
right? Like inventory, I, I don't keep track of anything of that. Like I don't know when they order stuff, right? Like as far as, you know, when they actually, I see on the bank statement, but I don't see when they, uh, when they order stuff uh, for, for the tools and products. I don't see when, you know, things get, like, I just, I don't see a lot of those things. Not because I, I don't want to, but it's like, that's the point of growing a business. Like you have to delegate and you have to trust one, the process that you have some process in place to follow up. And then two, the people that are executing on that process to get it done. Right. So if you're now thinking, well, it's just, it's just hard to find good work. Like no one wants to work. It's like, that's on you. You know, that's on, that's on you to one, get someone and not, not, not only get someone, but like to share what you're trying to accomplish in your business. Right. Like when's the last time that you were hired on, you were hired onto a company and whether it's the CEO or the manager of your department, like where they spoke to you and they clearly outlined the goals of your role and outlined the goals and the mission of what you want or, or what you guys want to accomplish, whether it's the brand, the department, whatever, what you guys want to accomplish over the next three months, six months or a year, right? Like, have you ever, have you ever gone somewhere where, where like they truly say, hey, this is the game plan. Here's what we want to do. Here's how that benefits you. Here's what's going to happen. And here's the overall, just the, 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 the strategy of what we're going to do. Right. Have you ever gone, have you ever worked somewhere that done that? Right. And if it's like, no, I haven't. What's that? Okay. So you know what it feels like to just work as a busy bee, not knowing anything. Right. Every person has their job as far as how they play into the bigger role of of, of the brand or of the next, you know, whatever steps that's going to be. So if you hire someone and it's like, yeah, it's only 10 hours a week. It's like, yeah, but like, let that guy know or girl, let, let them know what that 10 hours means to you. Right. 10 hours to them, it's like, oh, yes, 10 hours. Like, let's say 10 bucks an hour, right? Just making up numbers here. You're like, oh, just 10 hours a week, uh, $10 an hour. It's like, yeah, but hey, man, like, you being here for 10 hours, like, it greatly helps me finish my day faster so I can go back to the computer and reply to those emails to put more work on the schedule, which will then in return get you more hours and I can pay you more, right? Connect everything back to the mission, right? Like, you have to have every person, and I really don't care if it's five hours or 10 hours or, or 40 hours a week. You have to, uh, uh, share what you're trying to do with your brand and company and mission with that individual, right? You have to get them invested in your vision. And right now it's nothing, right? Like right now th- there is no value in what you're doing, but if, if you're transparent with that individual, if, if you're, if you want to, if you're clearly telling them like what, like what you see and where you want to go, that person then believes in you and your mission, right? And it's not so much about, Oh, I'm just detailing cars. It's like, no, I, I'm, I'm helping this guy, reach their goal because I see the vision and, and they're so motivated and, and committed and passionate about what they're saying that I want this guy to succeed. And in order for me to help this guy succeed, I need to be here 10 hours a week dressing the tires, right? Like th- that's a big part a lot of people miss is like get the individuals in your operations invested into the mission, invested into the goal, invested into your vision of where you want to take it, right? Like you have to, everything's a selling game, right? Like you have to sell the individual saying, hey, look, there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why, I mean, there's a reason to you just doing that because then it allows me to go do this. Like there's a deeper meaning to everything that we're doing here. It's not just dressing the tires. Like you're, you're doing the dressing the tires and door jams and I don't know, any, any little small detail, which seems, you know, like just like nothing, right? But like to me, it's like, hey, we're now finishing this detail an hour and a half faster, which means now I'm done by four and I can get back to those 10 calls before 5 p.m. And I can get to those emails and I can book in a few more jobs for this week. If I were, if you weren't here, it would take me X amount more hours. It, I would miss a lot more calls. Some people wouldn't get back to me and I wouldn't book as many calls. Like that's the deeper meaning to everything. So whoever you are, like share the vision with them, like get them invested in it. 
And it's like, yeah, sometimes it's not going it, to, it's sometimes it's not going to work out, right? Even with like, you know, look for someone that is well-suited, um, that, that, that works on the field that, you know, you, you shared the vision with them. Um, at the end of like, sometimes it's just not going to work out, right? Whether, you know, you're telling them, Hey, like you're going to get 10 hours of work per week and you're giving them five hours per week. And over time it's like, Hey, like, you know, they, maybe they did believe you, they, they, they believe in the mission, but they just, you know, you just didn't give them the hours that you said you were, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, it's just not going to work out. It's going to happen. Like you're not going to be able to just keep like, it's just not going to work out. I, not that it's not going to work out, but like you're going to, there's going to be a, a time that's like, yeah, just this person just needs more money now that found a better opportunity somewhere else and they're going to go take it. Like there's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong against them. Right. I, I tell everyone like literally, I, I act like there's like 50 people here. <laughs> it's been like five people in total. Um, when someone hired is like, look, like, I don't expect you here. I don't expect you to be here for, for seven years. I would like for you to be here for seven years. Right. But I, I just, I know that's, that's unrealistic of me to, to expect you're going to be here for, for five years or seven years. But the time that you are here, um, you know, I, I don't just want you to be here and work like whatever I can do to help you in whatever way that means, let me know, you know? Um, like, so, so like, you know, give them a reason more than just the money that they're, that they're being paid for. To, to stay with you, right? Because the money only goes so far, right? You might be thinking, well, if I could pay someone, you know, $15 an hour versus $10 an hour, I'll get better production out of them. It's like maybe for a week that might work. But after that, if they're not committed to the mission, if they're not invested into your vision, they're going to go back to being like a, like an average producer in your business, in your operations, right? So like find ways other than money, all the money is important, but other than money to say, hey, I have another reason to be here. And it's not just me cleaning a vehicle for $10 an hour. Again, just making up numbers here. Um, but like give them a reason, right? It's like, hey, like, are, are you interested in business at all and, and detailing at all and starting your own business? If you are, like, learn from me, ask whatever, like, I'll share everything with you. That way, you know, once you leave here, you have more, more experience and information um, and you get something out of it. And if you're saying, well, you know, I, I don't want to cut my, my, my secret. It's like, dude, Get that out of your head, man. Like, if you're worried about an employee, you know, taking information from you and, you know, applying it to their business, it's like there's YouTube. There's, there's a thousand other videos that are doing a much better job than you that they can easily access. It's like stop thinking like you're running these like super, you know, high trade secrets in your operations that separates you from the pack. It's like, no, it's a, share the information. Like any, anyone here, I'm telling like, hey, if you're interested in YouTube, podcasting, like whatever it is, like let me know and I'll kind of talk you through the process and it's like, I'm an open book. Like there, there's nothing that I don't share with them if they ask or, or, or if I need to share with them in order to get them like, you know, give them a better, clear picture of what I'm trying to do or, or what the vision is. Like I'm going to share it because like it, it, it's better to be transparent and to let them know what's going on versus trying to be like, not, not secretive, but just like trying to withhold some information. Like we're, it's a small team, right? We're all working hard every single day. And the more transparent you are, the more that you get them in the weeds of like, hey, like this is what we're trying to do, the more connected that they feel toward, towards the brand, towards the mission. And, and, and like they have a better sense of like, oh, so that's why I'm doing this because you're trying to do over that. So that's four steps backwards. So I first need to do step A over here and that allows you to do step E over there. It's like, yeah, that, that's how the whole system is set together. But you don't get any of that if you're just like, oh, no, just, you know, you're, you're here to clean tires. You're, you're here to clean cars. It's like that's a very, very limited way to use someone, right? I mean, you, you got, you, you got to think about it like sports. Um, you know, like in, in, in any sport, like the coach will play the, the, the player where they see the, where, where they're, they're, they're best fitted for in the position, right? 
And if you don't get the results that you that you want from that person, is it really the lack of skills or are you misusing that player, right? In whatever context that may be, right? Um, you know, let's say baseball. I know almost, that's probably the worst sport for me to talk about because I, I know the least about baseball. But let's say you have, um, you know, you have someone that's usually outfielder, outfielder and you put them on first base, right? And it's like, why would you put someone that, that's never been on first base, like that never really trained to be uh, on first base or like, or whatever the case may be, right? Like that's just a wrong place to put that person. Like they're going to fail every single time. And you might be saying, oh, come on, like why, why aren't you improving? Get better. It's like, I'm just, that's not my spot. Like no matter what, like I, that's not where I best fit in this game. And it's like, so, so same thing with you. Like you, you might not be getting the results that you want, but it's like, are you best fitting the players that you have to the roles that you need them to do? Right. Like not every single person that you hire is going to be this A plus uh, superstar player that can do everything that you can and better. It's like it's just it's simply not going to happen. Right. You're going to have the people that need to be told exactly what to do. And when you tell them, they'll do it exactly to the T. Then you will have those that, you know, have the experience that go out and learn on their own. You give them a few details here and there and they can run with it on their own. Right. You're going to have both skills at all times. Um, like in any organization, it's going to be like that, right? Like you're going to need the ones that just kind of want to collect a check and just, you know, clock right out at, at, at a certain time. And then you're going to have the other people that say, Hey, like, what else can we do? I want to work more. Like, you know, is there any way else I can help? Like, you're going to have both sides of the coin. Um, and, and it's going to, you know, fluctuate between the hires that you have. And over time, like it's going to fluctuate. I'm not saying like at all times, every single time you're going to have these both contrasting, uh, um, characters, um, but it's like over time, like you will see both sides and everyone fits if you know where to play them, if you know where to put them. So when it comes to like, hey, like I want to hire someone for 10 hours, it's like, yeah, fi- find the best player that you that that fits for the 10 hour, um, 10 hours per week to do these specific skills to get the most out of them. Right. And look, as far as what you pay them, it's going to be like, again, if, if it's someone that wants to work 10 hours a week or let's say like 10 hours on the weekend. Right. Like maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday that's going to be like what a teenager, perhaps like a high chance of it being a teenager or someone that just wants some side income without doing much work. Right. So it's like, it's hard to tell you an exact number just because like, if you're in California, that's much different than New York, which is much different than Texas, which is much different than, you know, I don't know where like, you get the point, right? Like, I can't, it's hard to tell you an exact number. Um, but it's like, I, I, the way I paid, like when I, when I first started getting like Anthony or, or our first, it's like, what just seems fair? Like, I, I know it seems like, like if you go to Google, they're going to have all these like smart people that run numbers and like, you know, look at the market value and, and, and give them like an accurate number. So you just like, what seems fair, right? If they're, if they're working 10 hours a week on the weekend, it's like, okay, man, like you were here for 10 hours. You did this work. Like, you know, what, just what's fair. Like I, I keep things that simple and straightforward over time. Like, yes, like once you actually bring someone on full time on payroll and you know, they're clocking in hours, like it's a bit different, but like if someone's just helping you five, 10 hours per week, it's like, okay, 120, you know, like, is that fair? And just Venmo it cash. Like what I, keep things very, very simple. Again, like it's, it's more in the beginning phase. Like where, where are you with things? Because if you go back to the episode, which I, I don't know which episode it is, but like when Anthony and I were talking, it's like we both are like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, how about this? And then like it slowly evolved. It's like, okay, instead of paying you every day, um, per, uh, instead of paying you every day per day, I'll pay you er, um, um, at the end of every week. And then it, it evolved into like, okay, hey, how about instead of uh, per day at the end of the week, I'll pay you per hour at the end of the week. And it's like this, it's, that's how it evolved over time. And it's like, you're not, you're not going to know everything. Like you're simply not going to know 
everything ever. Like, like even even now that we have had like five people on payroll and like, you know, we actually file like a W-2 now and everything. It's like, I, I don't know a quarter of what, of what I'm supposed to know. Like, I know things when things come up and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Let me go ask the accountant. Oh, I don't know. Let me go ask this first. Oh, I don't know. Let me like, that's literally all I'm doing every single day as I move forward, right? Like right now, if we hire someone, yes, I know the forms they're supposed to fill out. I know who to send it to. I know in what time frame it's supposed to happen. But, you know, hiring one person versus scaling a team to like eight people, like those are two different things. So it's like, it's always a process of like, oh, I just learned something new. Oh, I just learned something new. Oh, I don't know. Let me go figure it out. Like that's literally all it's going to be. And you're going to make mistakes, you know? And like, Sometimes you feel like, oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm losing money on this person. I'm like, like you're gonna have all these thoughts because it's just, it's just new to you, right? Like you have to figure out how to best fit this person to help you maximize your time and potential. I mean, that's all it is hiring people. It's just maximizing your time and potential, right? Could I do everything that that that's going on right now? Like with a team of four right now or three, could I do everything that us three are doing? Yeah, I could. But could I do it to the level that we're doing it right now? No, right? Like, could I go and do, you know, I don't know. Like, can I can I go do $4,000 worth of work on my own? Let's say probably, right? But can I also go and record and publish six YouTube videos in one week? Probably not. Can I also publish a podcast episode every week? Probably not. Can I also upload 12 to 16 reels per week? Probably not, right? So could I go do everything that I'm doing right now alone? Yeah, but not to the degree that I'm doing it not at the frequency that I'm doing. And that's the point of hiring someone is that everything that you do, that you're doing, it's just more now, right? So I don't pick up the phone calls anymore. I don't really reply to emails anymore. I don't really communicate with the customers anymore. I still detail cars, just not as much. And it's like, and again, my, this is my circumstance. Your, your, your situation is going to be different, but like that's the point of having a team to where you're able to just keep on doing more, right? And like that, that's all it's ever going to be, right? Like as you do more, as you get more revenue, it's just like, oh, Maybe we should hire someone else to just 100% take care of the phone calls and emails. Oh, dang, maybe we, we should hire someone else to just stay at the shop and we have a mobile crew running all day and then a shop crew running, running all day. Like, that's how everything moves. But it's like, it's over time. It's a, it's a slow process. And you really have to be confident and just say, hey, like, I'm not going to know everything and that's okay, but I'll figure it out because that's literally what I do every single time. But okay, I'll end it right here. I think I'm getting close to my uh, time um, limit here. So if you are, um, if you want to check the show notes down below, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can click the description box down below for the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. Um, if you want to check out my second YouTube channel, the proper care channel or any other links I'll have linked down below. You can follow me on Instagram and you can send me a DM, um, with your questions. If you have any, I'm sure you do. So thank you very much. And I'll talk to everyone on the next one. Bye-bye.